Hey everybody, Mike from Bog Talk here. This week it's just going to be Alex and I in the studio again. We're going to be sitting back and talking about our uh, favorite show here on Bog Talk, The Black Scorpion. Um, I sat down and pushed myself through as much of the show as I could handle. I've got to be honest though, I couldn't get through the last few episodes. It is that bad. Um, I will say this though, the writing is enjoyable. And you know what? We'll get into all that in a few minutes here when uh, when we get to the actual episode. But um. As always, kick back, kick off those galoshes, pour the swamp water out of them and into a cup, drink it down, and get ready for the bog talk. The arsonist has oddly shaped feet. The human human torch torch was denied a bank loan. What what is her name? Is is it Lanolin? Lanolin? Like like Sheepool? Oh God! All right, so we're recording. I'm, we're not going to use that in the episode, but maybe for a sound. But <laughs> welcome, everybody. Welcome, to the welcome. Talk. Uh, we are back. Just uh, the two of us this week. Um, got came to tackle some subject matter that we uh, we brought up in some earlier episodes, and we've promised you the deep dive into Black Scorpion. So we decided it's finally time. We've got Mortal Kombat coming up in what two weeks? We just did oh, Kong. Um, so with all this great cinema happening around us, um, why don't we take a few steps backwards, evolutionary wise, and let's uh, let's go dive through Black Scorpion. Uh, Alex, how far did you get in the series? I got, I would say, about halfway through. So uh, I got into the low teens on these. Okay, so you so you hit kind of like close to like the mid season break. Yeah, I I hit a brick wall with it just for a minute because it's it's definitely a, a a product of its time. I, I feel like it was very much like the uh, the Birds of Prey show, where like they, they kind of knew what they needed to do to make it a superhero show, but they just they they wanted to full lean. Just straight into the superheroes, unlike what most shows back then were trying to do, where it's like, no, we'll we'll make it like kind of superhero-y, but like X-Men came out, so <laughs> now <laughs> okay, so serious. so it's interesting you you bring an X-Men to this, because uh now the TV series aired in two thousand one. Um uh-huh. I'm not I'm not positive about uh let me see the the movie came out in runtime here. Because there's two movies, uh, so I want to say it would be like '98 would be well, the earliest. The, fir- the first movie, movie came out. The first movie was 1995. Oh, okay. Um, and, so. and that was part of uh, Roger Corman presents a series from Showtime, um, where it looks like it was kind of your your you know movie of the week kind of deal. Um, I, so I they were writing. They were definitely writing on the the Batman vibes. For Very much Jim so, Batman. Then, because um, that's right. Isn't yeah. That so what? What? So, yeah. Uh, let's see what. Shit! I'll just gotta figure it out now. Kind of see what happened. Oh god! Oh yeah, eighty nine. So yeah, eighty nine was Keaton. So, and then the second one. So this would be Schumacher. With this, are we at Bat Clooney by then? I think so, because I distinctly remember seeing 
the, the George Clooney Batman in theaters as a child. Batman Returns is 92. That was Michael Keaton. Batman and Robin. No, Batman and Robin was 97. So yeah. we had Batman Returns. That was Tim Burton, Michelle Pfeiffer, Dana DeVito. Fantastic movie. My favorite. Uh, Batman that also had a uh, leather-clad, whip-wielding femme fatale. Yep. That, I mean... Once once male audiences got a taste of that, uh, the the strong female character who could whoop your ass in tight leather, like I feel like the nineties where like the eighties, you know, opened up a lot of uh like the pretty boy thing, the nineties kind of brought back in the nerd culture the the dominating woman. Yeah. I can see it. Um whips, yeah, and, le- whips and leather. There was a lot of like BDSM uh Vibes going on with the uh the it was always it's always either like an anti-heroine or the actual heroine like in a uh, black scorpion mm-hmm. so 1995 first black scorpion movie comes out it's described as on uh wikipedia here it's described as a superhero comedy film uh directed by jonathan winfrey starring <laughs> Joan really? severance yes it's oh yeah it's like they 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 weren't going for serious. That's fair, because, yeah, they definitely don't have an air of serious. They definitely have, like, a slapstick to it. It's, no, this this followed along the lines of, you know, it's comic books. It's silly shit. Yeah, um, it's almost kind of like the uh, the acting segments of, like, the old school Power Rangers, where, like, they wanted, like, the good guys to be, like, super good and, like, funny and stuff. And then the bad guys to be like, hey, we're super good, stupid oh. and bad. We're the bad guys. Oh, yeah, dude. The uh, the idea of, like, the clear-cut villains and heroes in the 90s. I mean, that was that was most of it, dude. You didn't really get a whole lot of, like, gray area characters. Nope. You had, like, you know... God, I don't want to. I don't want to mess up the pairings because I never really watched a lot of these '80s cartoons. Like He Man and Skeletor, is that two of them? For, like, for what? Were they? Were they? Did they fight each other? I don't. I, I'm fucking failing my nerd card exam right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He Man and Skeletor fought each other. Skeletor is definitely the evil He Man. I mean, he was just a yeah. buff blue guy with a skull face back in the day. Exactly. I wonder what he's gonna look like nowadays because they're redoing Masters of the Universe now. Um, and you know, you had that, you had the, like we said, the power Rangers. Now, actually I'm going to stop myself there because this is one of my things I'm a little passionate about with the power Rangers. We did have a kind of a gray character, sort of green. All right. But here's the thing. How long do you remember the green Ranger being the bad guy? A couple episodes. Okay. See my childhood. I remember him like spending like a year being afraid of Tommy. And him being, like, the bad Power Ranger. I didn't know it was, like, he shows up, is a dick for a couple episodes, traps the Rangers on the Island of Fear. Uh Uh-huh. They had a huge break in between that, like, jump. Because I'm pretty sure there was, like, a mid-season break or some shit like that in the schedule. Because they, like, legitimately stopped. Because that show and uh, fucking, like, any sort of, like other like toy commercial was just like what was filling my eyes at that point in my t- mm-hmm. like childhood because I was just a consumer at that point. Oh, hardcore. I had I, all, I, I all of the well, actually, I, just to buy Power Ranger toys. I had the Cheetah from uh, Beast Wars. I forgot which Transformer the Cheetah was, but 
I had that one specifically. I remember that. I remember. I remember so, going. I, I, I did, was it the shiny one? No, no, no. Like oh. it had like it had like the fur detailing and stuff. So like it was like all like rough fucking plastic that had like little like black spots painted onto it. It was a rough one. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, dude. Those those transforms toys, man. I, the, Classic stuff, man. But yeah, the, so so, but uh, Transformers, another great example of clear cut good guys, bad guys. Sometimes you'd have a bad guy mm-hmm. help the good guys, but he'd always end up being a bad guy later. And we didn't have, him. yeah, and it, we'd never really had a whole lot of gray characters. And um, Black Scorpion here took that to heart. Uh, so I, I, I'll just full admission. I, I couldn't find a spot to watch the first or second movie. Um, I'm going completely off what's on the Wikipedia here, but if it's anything like the trailers, um, which is one of those like awesome four and a half minute, uh, nineties trailers. Oh, where they where, gotta tell you everything. And then like the person, like, but they do it like, about- they do it like three <laughs> times. Cause then it's like, Fuck, uh, what do we have here? Uh, oh, excuse me. Uh, Darcy Walker, a police detective whose secret identity is Black Scorpion. And then they show you like an entire scene of her saying that. And then he'd talk again. And then another entire scene of her doing what he just described. But it's like four and a half minutes long. It just does does the whole movie. You just, the only thing you don't get is the fight sequences. Um, so I'm just gonna Beautiful. work off of that on that trailer, uh, the trailer for the first and second one. Yeah, I just looked it up on Amazon Prime because I was like, you couldn't find it on Amazon Prime where we watched the series. Nope, no. So you can find the old school Black Scorpion where there is a giant Black Scorpion, or you can watch the Mystery Science Theater 3000. <laughs> yeah, but there's the, the I the only one I, I was able to find a uh, a DVD. That was like $14, but it wasn't Amazon Prime. So it was like another $15 in shipping. And I was like, I don't really want to pay $30 for this. Uh, Oof. Yeah. So $30 for, I don't know, man. I like this. That's just for the first one. And then I need need to buy the second one because if I'm going to buy the first one, I'd have to go to the second one. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I'm dropping like 60 bucks on two shit DVDs. Like, I don't know, man. I don't think I can do that. Because the um, second one's about Aftershock, the the villain that came back uh, in one of the earlier episodes. The first episode. Was it the first episode? Because I thought... Uh, first episode is Firearm and Aftershock is like introduced um, as coming back. Oh, and yeah. then the second episode... So the first episode, they do uh, some pretty good kind of like rehashing what happened in the movie to like bring people like us who aren't going to watch the movies enough up to speed so that we can jump in and go for a ride. It's kind of like when you play a sequel game and they do that thing where you like are talking to someone and watching a cutscene for the first five minutes. Uh, and that's like, oh, okay, that's all the shit you need to know. Maybe you don't remember you don't the last few like years of your life character. Let's uh, go over it. Mass quick. effect two had my favorite way. They worked it into the story with the, uh, like finding your fucked up body and rebuilding you and having to like do the cognitive test if you didn't have a save file to upload, it was them asking you about events from the game that come in to play later. But it's like, oh, when you were on this planet, uh, who died? And you'd pick one of the people and be like, okay, cool. That person's not in the game. 
That's pretty cool. I can't wait for those remakes because uh, they will have a consistent shepherd throughout all three titles. So you don't have to remake your character three fucking times. Yeah, that's that's going to be sweet. I'm, I'm excited for those uh, remasters. I almost bought them. They were on the original games were on sale on Steam like a couple months ago. I was this fucking close to buying them. I love the first two. The third one just felt so much different. I don't know what it was. Well, it the third one, honestly, if I if we're gonna just yeah, fuck it, we're ranting on this for a second. Uh, just the third one fell victim to the fact like to, the writers wrote themselves into a corner by leaving way too wide of a like a net. They cast such a wide net of like decisions and shit that's got to happen. When in reality, when you're doing a single player thing, you you gotta have like a certain endpoint or multiple certain endpoints. Um, and I feel like they panicked and were like, "Ah, it all boils down to one choice." Like, yeah, exactly. It all it it's literally just that you choose your ending. What color do you want the universe to be? Yep. It was it was it was after uh, after that came out and it had that god awful ending. Um, they came out with the DLC that was like, oh, the true ending for Mass Effect. And everyone was like, fuck you. Didn't Ashura's Wrath do that too? That, that like really crazy Japanese game where you're like a god of rage or whatever? Oh, uh, yeah, I think I remember which one you're talking about. Did the whole like, you know, 60 bucks for the base game, 80 bucks for the deluxe with the true ending. Yeah, and, and there then was, they, there was a they had uh, back against that. And they had the huge Street Fighter fucking tie-in where you have to fight Akuma. Oh, I remember that. Oh, dude, yeah, that it's 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 a wild game. Uh, they do I, some fun shit. One I remember is uh, Final Fantasy fifteen, though, um, with the cut content being used for DLC. Like one of the characters just goes away for two chapters and then comes back and is like talking about cup ramen. And you're like, what the fuck? And six months after the game comes out, it's like, oh, here's the DLC for what he was doing during that time. Oh, my God. Like, Bite me, motherfucker. Like, give me the whole game. Right, exactly. It's like, don't make it an afterthought if you think it's important. Yeah. That's, that's, that's why. I, it's like I was saying last week the about the, the post credit scene. Like, just tell your story. Tell the whole story all at once. If you have something to tease next time for the post credit scene, like, and that's what, like, that's, we won't that, dive into that whole thing again. <laughs> that's one thing that Black Scorpion shines in, honestly, is the fact that there's no, there's no beating around the bush for the most part. Like, they'll beat around the bush during the episode because, like, they'll need, like, some time for them to be like, oh, wait, we got to figure this out. Or we're, we got this new technology that Argyle made us. We got to check it out. That kind of thing. And they just get to it, basically. It's just like they have the fight. They say they're quippy banter and they're really fun about it. Okay, yeah, that's one I want to go off on for a minute. So The quippy banter? The quippy banter. Now, there's there's like a scale, and I should have prepared a graphic, but I didn't. There's a scale of, like, the amount of quips and just how bad a movie is. Like, you get... Say Whedon with the first couple Avengers movies. First one, yeah. quippy enough that it was like, ha ah, these characters, like Thor calling them tiny and like, doth mother know thou art wearing thy drapes? Like, 
It's the, just enough that Age of Ultron came, and it's like, okay, now the now the robot's making quips. Like, okay. I, I felt like that was a pretty cool part of Ultron. It, honestly, it was it, no, I I, yeah, compl- I completely agree, but it becomes one of those things where it's like, okay, there's entire times like the the scene when they're fighting in Wakanda, the whole conversation between Cap, uh, Iron Man, and uh, Ultron. If you take out the quips, it's like six lines. It's him being like, ah, oh, Junior, you're going to break your old man's heart. And then he's like, does the whole omelet joke. And Cap tries to be straight up about it. And then he's like, oh, blah, 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 man. But I think there was like 15 minutes where it was like, quick, 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 good line. Quick, 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 good line. And that's where it's like, okay, it's getting a little. But they never really crossed the bad line. Now there's this like canyon, this abyss where. Too many quips go in, and it gets bad. Uh, Justice League Flash, fucking case in point. You you can't have a character's personality be witty one-liners the whole time. Right. Uh, or you can't can have you? a Sheldon. A Sheldon. See, and that's, he's, he's right in the abyss. He's right there at that line, right at the apex of just how bad it could be. But then, as, as, as you cross that barrier... And you break through. You remember that scene in the third Matrix when they get through the cloud barrier and there's that beautiful sunlight? That oh, beautiful that sunlight for that brief moment and that the very tippy top at the pinnacle of this scale is fucking Black Scorpion. Because <laughs> holy shit, dude. Every line. Every single line during a fight. Characters are quipping on each other's powers. So it's like Either all of these characters are like second city master graduates and know how to like spot a scene and know everything that goes with it, <laughs> or B, they study up on each other, which I, they could. I don't know. There's no sense of time in this show. Mm-mm. Or C, it's just a case of the writers being like, we're going for it, dude. Um, w- let me, let me, we'll get to my first favorite guy that does with it. It's not Firearm. It's not Flashpoint. Which which guy was it? It's the Fire guy. I loved that they had Flashpoint and Vision as. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. They. I mean, Robicide. The guy, the guy went blind go? because of a Flash and fucking blamed Black Scorpion for it. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's Flashpoint. Um, yep. She used a black scorpion ring to stop him, accidentally blinding him. Now wanting revenge. Oh right, he t- yeah, she tased his eyes, I yeah. guess, or something like that. Um <laughs> now that one that that episode, uh God, what was his name? Cam- Cameron Albright. Now <laughs> Now, you know what? Let's let's just let's before I go too much farther, because I'm just gonna keep jumping over myself here. Um some of these characters and their names are just they're just, they're just fantastic. Um Albright. So so we have Breathtaker. He's from I believe the first movie. Uh yeah, I think that's uh, his name is Dr. Noah Goddard. He's just there's nothing to that. Unless there's some like ancient Gaelic Noah Goddard means can't breathe. Um, nope. 
Honestly, if they were that smart to do that, I would give and them all of the props. The the amount of, like I was saying earlier, the amount of puns that they are able to come up with during every single fight scene breaches that pinnacle point. And it's like, holy shit, you guys talked entirely in quips and got the conversation done. Even people on the street do it, dude. It's like. It's it's one of those like I can't I can't imagine how long it takes it took to sit there and be like okay she's fighting a fire base guy just start going words that have fire or smoke or heat or flame and like let's just build off this and we'll build the script around that um I can't find his so so we got breathtaking then we got aftershock and now we're gonna start getting into our silly names here. Um, Aftershock is one of the OGs also. Yeah, she's from the first and second movie. I think the first movie, she's kind of like a side villain. And then the second movie, she gets her like, yeah, she gets her big thing. Um, Her name is Professor Ursula Undershaft. So not not quite into the silly thing. Um, Gangster prankster is Luther Sims, which I mean, he's the brother of Argyle. So he's going to have a normal name. Which that actually blew me away watching the fucking episode over again because I was like, wait a second. I don't remember him saying that shit. And I was like, that's why he had the urn, duh. And that's it's his fucking brother. Yeah, and that's uh that's something that happened that they go over in the movie that we we don't know because we didn't watch the movies, so that was a surprise to us. That so was a big reveal. I love um, the note in the Wikipedia page just says the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, by the way, if, by the if way, you want to know just, what he looks like, it's kind of like the Joker, but he's two-faced though. Because yeah, only half of his face is a cloud. Up. Yeah, it's um so then we we get into they this is where the, the show villains start coming in. Those three were the original returning people from the uh the, the movies. But now we get into uh the first villain that they run into firearm. Uh, original name Jack Ames. Jack. Ames. Yep, and that is that is, in my opinion, I'm pretty sure that's the tamest one we have. Oh, I don't doubt it, dude. But so, like, Hurricane. also his, his name was terrible too. Firearm, like firearm. Oh yeah, he had a gun on his arm. Get it? Like, yeah, a, a firearm. gun on his arm. He got a firearm on his arm. Yeah. Firearm arm. Firearm arm. Yeah. Um, next episode is so that was like the first episode they did like you know a whole like serious like oh harken back to the movie and serious in Black Scorpion terms is like the plot inches every other line yeah uh, the the plot inches forward a little bit you learn about like oh the mayor's a piece of shit um his his assistants just a hoe bag like uh the the cops are idiots and I've got a whole thing one of these. Like one point, I'll probably go off on my rant about them showing the cops as idiots in New York. There was a whole thing about that. Or not New York, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Angel City. Yeah, city. Oh, yeah, not the City of Angels. Angel City. It's Angel City, yeah. So it was, it was uh, uh, West Coast. Oh, yeah, it is West Coast, yeah. So, uh, that, so second episode, we just go right for it, dude. The villain in this episode is Hurricane. Her name, Hurricane. original one, Marine Biologist. Gail Weathers. They jacked they, Courtney Cox's name. St- oh, dude, yeah. I mean, that's just a Gail typical. Weathers. Or did did she, did they jack that one? No, they didn't. Scream what? way before that. <laughs> I was gonna say this is from the show specifically, so this is two thousand one. 
Uh, you have to understand, in order to be able to watch or talk about this show, I am usually like red-eyed, face in the cloud stoned. So, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> this show is uh, one of those kind of shows where you can just get sucked into it for a I little gotta bit. I got to be honest, man. It was one of those things where like I had to be in that certain mindset and then be like, yeah, fuck it. We're going to throw on some Black Scorpion and then be like five episodes in and be like, I'm dumber for having done this. Um, Thank God my brain cells are intact. Flashpoint, uh, Cameron, Albright, and it was Cameron, not Cameron. Uh, yeah, because he was a photographer. Cameron. Uh, a lot of these, a lot of these villains, it's almost like when they were asked about their real names, they like didn't have anything prepared and they had to make something up real quick, like Cameron, Cameron, Albright. God, well. Did his girlfriend have a fucking weird name? Because um, I don't remember. She was Vision, wasn't she? Yeah, her her like costume name was Vision, but like I feel like she had something to her, but oh, I, don't I don't remember. remember. She's not even listed on here. Of course, because she's just like the oh, I'm here too. She didn't even she, really do anything. She's like yeah, she I think there. I think she just ended up. Wait, no, she became someone later. I don't. Oh, I know. Okay, so um, my favorite fight at least in the first half of the series, uh, is Inferno. Um, he's a firefighter who wanted to, who was hooking up with Darcy. Um, resolved to help people after Mayor made cutbacks that cost him his job. Uh, chasing an artist, he was hit by solar energy, causing him to burn anything he touched. Driven mad by this, he became Inferno and died at the end of his first appearance. He was later resurrected by Dr. Phoenix. Now, his fight with Darcy is one of those, like, the first time you get proper, like, things are starting to heat up. You're blowing smoke. Blah, 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 blah. Like, just one line after one line after one line after one line after one line. Just, like, they're moving the plot along. They're fighting and they're hitting it. And then somebody, uh, one of the random, like, people running away from the fight goes, you know what they say? Where there's smoke, there's fire. And where there's fire, there's inferno. And he goes running away. But the thing is, Inferno had just announced his like plan to burn the city or whatever the fuck. Every every villain was going to destroy the city with their whatever. Yeah, um, it's always the city too. They don't they don't have bigger plans. No, just, no, they just. And they, I mean, they city. do a decent enough job at having twenty ish. I, I almost wanted to go full series, but half of the second half of the series is then just resurrecting old villains and doing that again. Yeah, dude, anytime there's a Dr. Phoenix in the fucking description, I'm like, oh, great, somebody else is coming back. Oh, uh, yeah, here we go. Um, fucking all he does. Uh, so then we get uh, Medusa, Minerva Stone. <laughs> oh, dude, you skipped over the fact that Inferno's name is Adam Burns. Adam Burns, I did. You're right. Uh, Adam Burns. He, he, dude, it was just, that was such a silly fucking fight. Um, they had so, to give him burns. Uh, Medusa, this, that her episode just kind of weirdly introduces the fountain of youth and like water's a thing that like keeps people young forever. And they like, they totally are like, yep, that's a thing. And then they destroy this modern marvel of science because Black Scorpion's like, no one should have this power. But like, I'm sorry <laughs> to just pull out all the stops. Who the fuck are you, Black Scorpion, to make that decision? You go punch gangster prankster. And Inferno, you go. That's your job. You don't decide what the right. human race is ready for. 
Exactly. It's that's like Batman like just learning about Raja Ghoul running up and being like, This Lazarus pit is against nature and he'd, he'd be like, Yeah, fucking course it's against nature. We found something that's crazy fucking powerful. Why would you want me to stop using this? What are you I, talking about? Yeah, it, it like it, she was like really like oh, I know there was there was a whole my whole issue with that episode one, I mean it's from a two thousand and one superhero slot show, so I'm not going to go too hard on it, but like, no, somebody should. And then she's like, oh, later on, she comes back. She's like, ha, I bottled some of the water. It's like, what? How, okay, sure. Just keep on pouring tap water into it and make it last. They're just diluting it. Yeah. It, it only makes me a little bit younger, but it don't worry. I swear to God, it just turns into like that old school, like fucking, oh, get younger by taking a tonic. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Dude. It, <laughs> Um, so that we move on from her, uh, and a, a lot of tough times when you see the female villains in the show, it's always like, I was wronged by a man, so men are going to pay and black scorpion because fuck her too. Uh, the well, next they just want to be independent clockwise, man. Now <laughs> clockwise, uh, such a lame one. Oh, oh, dude. The name though is so good. Ben Tickerman. <laughs> Like, like, and there's a great that's a, that's now see that's a genius one because yeah the name Ben Uncle Ben big old or Big Ben the clock yeah Big Ben so I it, uh, he had big hand and little hand were his uh, his associates uh, and hourglass oh, was his man. female now this one stuck out to me because they all made their puns and everything uh, but little hand was played by a little person. And she defeats him by pinning him to a wall with a ladder and then going shroop and raising him up about 10 feet and then sticking the ladder into the ground. He's like, eh, eh, for the whole thing, dude. It was like, wow, we, we could still do that, couldn't we? Okay. Um, it was a different time back then, man. Yeah, 20 years ago was a lot different on TV. And that's one of the things I was saying about like the cops. Um, you After this show aired 9-11 happened and you didn't get a whole lot of dopey cops for a while like there was cops were heroes for a while uh, until you know yeah they would have like one they were, oh, sorry cop they were portrayed everything. yeah they, there'd they be the one and be like oh he's the fuck up that makes it makes us all look bad but he's got a heart of gold you know uh, he's the goofball that makes us all laugh and we love him but this show it's like every single cop except black scorpions inadequate and I say that including her partner. Yeah, her partner is dumb as fucking a sack of shit. Dude, dude. you are face to face with both Black Scorpion and your partner on a pretty much a daily basis. And they sound exactly the same. Yeah, so dude. Like, they, they the same. it was so oh. bad, dude. So, um, moving on, um, we go from. Clockwise and big hand, little hand. Oh, oh, one thing I want to mention. Um, when she fought Hourglass, um, Hourglass is just like a big, tall Swedish woman, um, who's dressed like a like an hourglass. Clearly, the whole hourglass figure thing. It was. It's the just, the whole show is just terribly sexist. To be straight up, dude. Um, this every, show every every female on camera 
is either like played for jokes about them not looking good or they're in some kind of hyper revealing outfit. Dude, Aftershock's outfit is literally just her in a fucking like wrestling leotard that has like cleavage to it. It's like, what? What? That was that was her super suit. <laughs> this yes. woman can make earthquakes and that's her uh, super Later suit. on in the show, there's one um I don't I can't find which which character it is. Um I think it might oh uh Stunner. There it is. Um that's later on. I think that's after all of the hero or all the villains get like resurrected for like a five season arc and um but Stunner is like a mayor's aide or something. Oh is she uh let me get to the thing. There it is. Uh deputy mayor. Um and she's like the right hand, she's sleazy, or he's sleazy, she's trying to be real about it. She gets in a in a practicing turning on an electric chair because fucking why not? We need to have a whole plot around them being excited about their first electric chair. Um she gets she gets and turns into uh Stunner, who builds her outfit out of like used parts um she finds. And she has two big headlights for boobies. That's pretty sick. And that's where she can use those big boobies to draw energy from places and store it up to shoot back as like energy beams again out of her boobies. Um, she, huh. through like multiple points in the episode, she uses this to the effect of like guys stopping and like, oh, hubba, hubba, hubba. And then they get fucking electrocuted to death. It's. <laughs> I swear to God, the only women involved with the creation of the show are the ones that like showed up and they're like, all right, you're, you're going to put on this tight leather and you're going to get beat up by this other girl in tight leather. Speaking of which, our next villain in going in order, we jumped ahead to Stunner. We'll get back to her. Uh, Aerobicide. Aerobicide. <laughs> Aerobicide worked men to death so that she could steal half their pension from the wife that hired her to. Um, she had her two female goons bend and stretch. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, um, her her real name. Sorry, I almost forgot to mention it again. Her real name, Susie Payne, because they were like, "How do we? How do we? How do you work exercise terms into names?" I I don't know, dude. Just we're on like episode nine. We're just we're running with it. Just go. Just go. Have you ever worked out a day in your life? No. You know it's going to just be straight pain. Ah, I like it. Pain. No, call her pain. Uh, Pelusia. Doctor. <laughs> it's not even clever at that point. Oh, just wait. The name is Dr. Ariel Hayes. <laughs> oh, wait. That's the girl that was hitting on Breathtaker. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So she, she was she, like um, all about Breathtaker when Breathtaker came back to life. Yeah, Breathtaker comes back played by uh, Adam West now. Um, the late, great Adam West. The late, great Adam West. Um, he's, you know, trying to get her, uh, get her to f fulfill his plans, I think. She dies and he gets locked up again. They're like, yeah, in case we want to bring him back. But Adam West was probably like, yeah, you can't pay me enough. <laughs> I mean, uh, nah. At that point, I, I bet he nah. was just like, I did this for the, the nostalgia's sake of being a superhero show. Yeah. Um. So then we get uh, 
Eugene Gardner or Green Thumb. Eugene Gardner. Uh, <laughs> he he unleashes a deadly pollen on Valentine's Day and blackmailed the city for the antidote and then got Little Shop of Horror and eaten by one of his own plants. Isn't that what Scarecrow did in Arkham Knight? I believe so. Shower everybody in chemicals and then be like, hey, if you want your fucking cure, you're gonna have to kill Batman. Yeah, yeah, that's that, yeah. Um, so then Mindbender comes next. Dr. Sarah Bellum. <laughs> now that's one of those ones fruit. that I was like, yeah, that's pretty low-hanging fruit. You I, I get it because like, you know, we have a brainy villain cerebellum uh. right i mean they could have done worse they could have but not much <laughs> <laughs> um she traps people in a broken uh, uh reality virtual reality game uh oh that's badass i didn't get to this part yes yeah, so i think she, some of these i'm like way out of loop she gets everyone hooked on this virtual reality game uh, the, the, the chief is like picking on everyone that's playing this game, um, until he gets into it at the end. And then I, I, I believe this is one of the ones where like, it was just at the turning point where it was okay for him to make gay jokes and oh. he starts playing the game and he's like, at the end of the episode, he's like logs into it and he's fighting some people and he's like, have at the evil brigands, <sighs> they got me talking like a fairy now. I was like, oh, wow, <laughs> holy shit, dude, like, um, but yeah, so the episode, it's like, she is trapping people into this game, and when they get into it, like, she has control over them or something, and then they turn it around by, like, forcing her to come into the game, and then they defeat her in the game and matrix her, and she dies in real life or something, I, it was, it, it, it was a tough episode to get to because I fucking hate episodes of shows where they're like, hey, we could do video games. Like, we get it, guys. And they don't. <laughs> worst, we know what video games are like. Worst fucking offender ever is still uh, uh, CSI LA, I think. The one with Gary Sinise. Um, there's a World of Warcraft Second Life ripoff game that like a killer is killing people in real life but like they're following him through the game so Gary Sinise puts himself into the game but it's just like VR where it's like a digitized version of him and he's like oh, no. walking it yeah they use like 2000 mid 2000s computer graphics to try to make it like oh man this is so that old people think this is what video games are like Dude, that uh, guy was in video games, like, for real. They had, like, those point-and-click adventures that you could do that's, like, a oh, yeah. mystery. Um, so, moving moving on here. Uh, a couple quick ones. They they come out, like, super quick. And, uh, like, I think there's, like, a two-episode or three-episode arc where all of these guys kind of team up or and then get resurrected almost right after they die. Uh, and there's Slapshot. Uh, <laughs> former hockey pro and friend of Steve's, Ricky Blade. Ricky Blade. Uh, the Angel of Death, Detective Angela Arthur. Now, she is actually... Uh, she gets... Uh, what's what's the word? Like, poisoned with this, uh, this, this chemical that she becomes, like, super beautiful and 
men fall in love with her. It's like I think it was like pheromone based. I, I, I this was one of those episodes that I was like playing video games and kept like tuning in and out of because it was just oh she's trying to kiss Black Scorpion because she uses poison lipstick and it was just a reason to get a girl on girl kiss on TV. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Back in the two thousands. Oh yeah. Oh, you yeah. got an excuse to write two female actors kissing. They were gonna do it because that was just the the. Social climate we lived in. <laughs> yep. Of course. Uh, so. Oh, where's 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 it starts get starts getting real. Uh, there with the I gotta find the fucking. The oh, cause oh, yeah, so anyway, after that, that we have Stunner, and then um. With the light boobies, yeah. The light boobies, yeah. We don't need to go over that again. <laughs> uh, um, and then Vox Populi is the last one on the list, um, considered to be the worst musical talent. Vox and her bland, the eating or bleeding eardrums caused trouble at every gig, eventually resulting in the brutal injuries of most of the audience. Uh, contracted by the corrupt mayor to air hypnotic songs to boost his re-election campaign, she was eventually beaten and done in by Black Scorpion, blasted off a roof with her own guitar. Now, wait, wait, does that mean like she like played a chord and like in the big like why? Yeah. Okay. It was okay. it was I, I was I was picturing Black Scorpion just picking up a fucking flying V and just striking a bitch with it. Oh uh, no, yeah, no, she literally just like wow. But I, there's not it's not like she's in front of an amp, it's like the me sound comes out of the guitar. It's oh, oh yeah, it was that was huh. that was a bad one. Now, one I'm 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 it's strange to not see listed on here was there was one with Cupid, um, and I'm trying Cupid. to find that. I think that was the. I want to say that was the Green Thumb episode with "Roses Are Red, You're Dead" is the name of the episode, by the way. Um. Oh no 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 no! It's it's the next one. Uh, Fire and Brimstone, the love theme villain Cupid. Um. Now this one is where. The uh, it's them, it was not okay. I'm not gonna say it was okay, but it was still acceptable on television to make gay jokes. Um, Cupid shows up and starts oh, people with arrows. Did you see this? Yeah, one? yeah, yeah, I did see this one. I, <laughs> I vaguely because this is one I was watching while I was playing video games, the same thing. <laughs> like, I, I just remember them making a decent bit of gay jokes for sure. So what happens is um, the Cupid character uh, is hitting everyone with his arrows and the two played for laughs idiot detectives fall in love with one another. And it's like they, they play everyone's reaction to them as like always being joking, like people being like, ew, what are you doing? Gross, guys, keep it out of here. Like. Um, but strangely enough, they do a good job with the two guys. Like, I don't know. They do a good job at portraying a, a, a gay relationship. Like they, yeah. they, they the, the two actors while being hokey and retarded. Cause I mean, they, they definitely would like make these wild outlandish things. Like, Oh, I baked you a, a honey scone and be like, Oh, thank you, sweetheart. Like they definitely played it for us, but they did it in a, in a semi okay way until everyone's reactions to them were like Ugh. 
Yeah, that's like literally the whole joke is like people being like, uh, that's weird. Two men falling in love. That's <laughs> like, uh, yeah. what? They work in close quarters with each other. They're probably going to end up being like, I don't know, maybe. Um, so <laughs> full disclosure here, uh, when the, the final episodes um, played in the background while I was playing Destiny, I thought this was a 24 episode thing. So when episodes like 19 and 20 started showing up, I was like, yeah, whatever. Um, got really into some uh, into some Destiny. And then... Uh, Looked up and there was other stuff airing. <laughs> it's like the ten seconds before the next show starts. Yeah, yeah. It was it, well. It was one of those things. It was like halfway through episode two of something else. And I was like, oh shit. Um. So the long and short of it, the Pied Piper discovers, uh, the or Flashpoint returns and learns Black Scorpion's true identity. Um. Professor Prophet, Aftershock, Hurricane, Inferno, and Breathtaker all team up at the end to try to take her down as Professor Prophet unleashes elemental fury upon the cities. And then uh, the thing here just says Black Scorpion may need help from beyond the grave. Again, I didn't really watch it because, guys, this is 22 episodes, 43 minutes apiece of schlocky bad writing. It is impossible to get through. <laughs> As much as we are sitting here like, yeah, go for it. Get through it, guys. Um, you just, you hit a Neither wall. Neither of us technically finished it. <laughs> we never, we never, we didn't technically finish it. You hit a wall eventually, you know. They got oh, my yeah. air time of me watching it. Like, I hope, uh, what's her name? Um, okay, so they had the benefit of this being from January to June when it came out. Oh, January to June. So then, yeah, a couple months later. Yeah, six months. They they literally stretched this whole first season for half a year. How do you... I mean, no, that makes sense. Yeah, 22 one, episodes. One one episode a week. Yep. That's intense. I, can you imagine watching this shit week to week, man? You know what? Oh, dude. No. I would have, like, none of the, like, speculative thought that, like, any of the MCU shows have given me. I don't know. I, I think like, it would have been oh, more cool. fun. I wonder what's going to happen next week. I think it would have been more fun doing week to week uh, if only to speculate because where do you, where do you go? Where do you go from this? Uh, like after every episode, like, oh, what do you think is going to happen villain. next uh, time? I don't know. Story. A guy with a like, rocket ship theme, which there was one of those episodes where the episode starts with the end of one fight where it was some guy who was strapping people to model rockets and then blowing them up with dynamite because he was like a major that got pulled off a space shuttle for a psyche valve. Um, and that, like, again, that was the first like five minutes of the episode. And then she comes down and they exchange puns. Like, looks like you're going to blast off. Yeah. Every episode seems to either start with Dr. Phoenix reviving somebody or a petty crime going down that is being stopped by both the police and Black Scorpion at the same time. And sometimes she is working while she is trying to be Black Scorpion. Yeah, they she's she's really bad at even though she has like Argyle's incredible technology to can shift. Yeah, like to put her suit on and change her car at a moment's notice. Um, but she'll just be like, oh man. 
Things are getting pretty hairy, so she'll change into Black Scorpion, finish the fight, run away as Black Scorpion, and then come back to herself going, what did I miss? This happens, like, multiple times throughout the series, and the partner's like, gee, where you been? Black Scorpion was just here. And she's like, you kissed her, didn't you? Slap. And she's like, wait, I yeah, I, like, purposely kissed him to see what he would do. Wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, there was, like I said, the person that wrote this show, I would seriously question if they'd ever felt an actual boob without paying for it. More than likely not. Yeah, I, I would I would guess like, it's what, episode two, they're like, they started with her walking into the room and the chief going, it, get the bikini! Because they had to go undercover on the beach. They couldn't just, like, show up as, like, normal, like, people wearing clothes to the beach. No, they had to show up and, like, swim where it was. And it didn't even go anywhere. Like, they, they, I'm pretty sure, like, they, they, there was a murder and they ended up having to just investigate the murder in their swimwear. Like. Hey, she's in a bikini, though. So yeah. she gets to do her job in a and bikini. Writers-wise, that was them, like, they were like, ah, we need to get some boobs on the screen to get some fucking eyes on the screen, so. No one's gonna watch this shit unless she's half-naked most of the time. Yeah, they really treat it like that, where it's like, oh, a woman front, they don't need to have her be, like, a fully-fledged character. We'll just make her hot and really uh all about the one guy that she meets at the beginning of the show for the rest of the show. Yeah, that's that's the other thing is they have that um will they won't they thing that every fucking show had to have back then and still kind of does like ruins a lot of shows today. Uh-huh. Uh, Arrow. <clears throat> uh, oh fuck fucking Arrow got so bad. Uh, not not Flash bad. Flash is getting terrible. Oh god, dude! I, I'm glad I stopped the first time he went back in time, and she doesn't remember telling him she loved him. And I was like, ah, I can't do this again. Um, that one was okay for me, but um, so they have the will they won't they with the her and the partner, and of course, like you said, there's a lot of times that she goes and like makes a move on him as Black Scorpion, and then he's like. Hell yeah, like, my car my partner's not giving me anything, so why not fall in love with Black Scorpion? Then she comes back like, eh, asshole, and slaps him every time, and it's like, eh. um, so again, yeah, they don't really, they don't really know anything, but the thing is, then they do the, uh, the Cupid episode, and they get cubified, uh, wah, wah, sorry, disturbed joke there, uh, cubified, you get cubified, wah, <laughs> Uh, David Draymond, please do that song. I would, I would pay for it. Um, but they, they, those two fall in love and are like all over each other the whole episode. And it's then they, they fix it and get decupified, what, and end up like being like, oh, that's weird. And then at the end, Argyle does this like, oh, the compound shows that like you have to have at least some attraction to the person in order for the compound to work to begin with. So it's one of those like, oh, they're really in love. But again, the writers were really bad on this show and could write terrific puns, but couldn't follow their own continuity because the whole episode was built around people falling in inconvenient love with random strangers. Like at one point, the Argyle's girlfriend falls in love with Cupid. Because 
he was she was looking the wrong way when the arrow hit her and she saw Cupid and fell in love with him and it was just like what? What are you talking about? Um, but again, so this if I'm gonna break it down and give it a rating and try not to be biased because I like schlocky sci-fi, I would give this show a solid six out of ten. It's got it's got meat, it's got it's got backstory to it if you give a shit. And if you don't, you can just put it on the background for uh, I got I'm scared to do the math and actually look at the minutes here, but I'm gonna do it. Uh let's see. It's like so 40 22 minutes. episodes at 43 minutes. It's 946 minutes. That's f- <laughs> close to 16 hours of content. <laughs> Not counting the two movies, which puts it closer to 20. 20 hours of Black Scorpion content out there. Plus, there's a comic I haven't read uh-huh. um, that apparently continues on uh, whatever happens at the end here. I One of these days, I'll get curious enough to put those last couple episodes on. But I got to be real. At this point, there's so much good movie and TV coming out that I don't, I'm, I don't have the drive. To go back and and ruin any waste any more space in my brain on Black Scorpion. Yeah, the quality of superhero shows nowadays are uh, exorbitantly better. Like it's it's embarrassing how much better. And, it, and, and now, it's, well, it's you know they've evolved because, like I was saying, this show and shows from this era, there was no gray antihero character. You didn't get the gritty. Oh my gosh, Batman just beat that guy within an inch of his life. And we're not going to mention it. Like we had the X-Men cartoon where it was good versus bad. And sometimes a good guy would be bad and sometimes a bad would be good. But at the end of every episode, at the start of every episode, everyone was back where they were supposed to be. And there was good guys and there was bad guys. Uh, It wasn't until we started getting the dark and gritty movies. I mean. Dark Knight. Yeah, I hesitate to say Batman Begins kind of kicked that off where it was like, you know, we watched Batman get his shit rocked in the mountains for a couple months. And then he got really high and saw a big bat person and decided to leave. I don't know. I I just love the concept of Batman as a whole. Just like, I'm scared of bats. So like, what if like, a uh, if I dressed up like a bat so that I could like scare the shit out of other people. I now see, I, okay, so there's like the I'm scared of bats. Is he though? Yeah. Anymore? No, I mean, by the time he's Batman, no, because he's yeah. conquered his because point. I, like, I've he, often he, thought he, of these like these moments where he's like out fighting crime for a whole night and he's just walking and he like catches his reflection in the mirror and goes, Oh, Jesus! <laughs> oh, thought that was a big fucking bat. It's just me. <laughs> The lights don't turn on in the back cave right away, and he's like, "Oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck!" By the time I get down there, they're still gonna be down there. Oh, God damn it! I need to push them up. Alfred, Alfred, come bring the broom. <laughs> yeah, sweep this one out. One got in here. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I guess that's yeah. That's my that's my my dive. Uh. Half-hearted as it may be, um, I'll be honest with all the listeners out there. Uh, it's been it's been a rough couple weeks. Uh, ben, I'm finishing up a move. Uh, semester's coming to a close at school. 
uh, starting a new job, being in a band and doing the podcast stuff. Um, it's a lot, but we want to make sure that we're getting this out to you guys uh, because we like doing it and it's a great uh, great thing for me to be able to veg out and rant at you guys about schlocky sci-fi from the 90s. Dude, the best kind of sci-fi too because like this show is a great time capsule for like the way superheroes were portrayed, the way they would like try to mix the humor, but also be like badass, you know, like quote unquote badass with like, oh, we have a Lambo as the the getaway vehicle. Like, is if like you know you don't want to be in the Scorpion mobile. Yeah, like, yeah. They they it was uh back when superheroes were still kind of for kids. Yeah, um, but this like, was they this were one like, was like four. Yeah, this was the the. For adults, like and like you say, we said the the first two movies were straight up listed as like comedy. They weren't. This was never supposed to be like a serious like say uh, keeping with the animal motif. Cobra, uh, Sylvester Stallone. This was never supposed to be serious. Um, mm -hmm. It was always played for laughs. And the show, I feel like they just kind of got to to run with it, and I they they. It was it was good. It was good in a sense of bad sci-fi comic book stuff. Um, the kind of shit that I enjoy. The kind of stuff I love to find and dive into. Uh, one of these days, Alex, I am going to force you to sit while I go over Babylon 5. Um, I won't oh, say man. with you. I will say at you. Because, um, <laughs> holy shit, uh, is, it, is it good? Again, in that good, bad kind of way. Um, so hopefully in the future we'll be doing that coming up, uh, uh, next week, it's going to be a surprise, uh, cause we don't know what we're doing yet. And then week after that, <laughs> uh, we will be bringing you our full dive. If I'm not mistaken, we'll be doing mortal Kombat. We will get lost in the bog once more, uh, with the boys. Dude, I'm so stoked. I, I love don't Mortal know if you, I I would say I don't know if you actually made sound when you did that, but um, it did. Your microphone didn't pick it up. I just had you on. Oh really? Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna have because yeah, I just that. just did a Mortal Kombat yell, but I just kind of whispered it, so it probably didn't pick up on my mic. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll be we'll be sitting with the boys uh, going over that. Hopefully by then. Uh, I will have the uh, Weberian State Theater set up um, in my house, and we will be able to sit and watch it proper movie theater style. Right, big um, screen and all. And my hope is that we'll be I'll be able to get us all like going right from that, get us on microphone and start talking about it. Uh, I can bring my mic set up for sure. Um, yeah, I've got that uh, the four channel that I've still got. Yeah, so we'll be able to. Yeah. So, um, yeah, next week, surprise episode. Week after that, we'll be going in on Mortal Kombat. You know what? Maybe next week we'll do something leading in. Mortal leading Kombat. into Mortal maybe, Kombat? Maybe, maybe I mean, you'll, you'll have some homework and you'll, you'll deep dive for us. I could go into some, like, obscure Mortal Kombat stuff. Or I could uh, just watch Scorpion's Revenge again because that shit was really cool. It was a little too short, but, like... It was really cool. You know, I think what would be a lot of fun is <laughs> I think you should try to walk me through the Mortal Kombat game story again um, because you've tried before <laughs> and my brain. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, my, um, brain, my brain fizzles about about do, five or six is where I'm like, what? Because do you want to do like main continuity of like one, two, three? Uh, I, I don't know if three ultra was any different, but like they had like four, five. Oh man, what was, it was like Mortal Kombat Deception and like yeah, well because guess- four four was the was that. Was that on four 64? was the one? Four was the first one when they had 3D graphics. So yeah, yeah, okay. The one where they had like the weapon system. Yes. Yep. Boracho. Yeah, yeah Boracho. Uh, if you had the 007 Johnny Cage, he pulled out a gun. Yep. Okay. So yeah, that one. Um, yeah. Wait. Maybe that's that. We should we should just go over the wackiness of that storyline um but after that i'm thinking our our other couple shows will be wrapped up so it'll be time for us to dive into falcon and winter soldier and invincible yeah because invincible's only got three episodes left so this thursday next thursday and then week after that so yeah like right after mortal kombat invincible will be completely done oh man so cool we've we uh, so uh, yeah, uh, next week tune in. We will be going over something to do with Mortal Kombat. Um, I'll figure something out because we'll, we'll I mean, like it's, a, you guys. It'll be it's either I do the entire timeline or I do the reboot timeline from uh, Mortal Kombat Nine up until Eleven because they pretty much like went back in time to uh, fix the fact that uh, everybody fucking dies. Like like literally fucking yeah. everybody dies. Maybe, maybe like, you'll have to synopsize one through eight and then go into that because that sounds like a bit much. So cool. Um <laughs> all right. Uh we are boom, right at time. Holy shit, we're good. Uh as always, guys, we are Bog Talk. I am Mike at Bogwraith underscore Mike on Instagram. And I am Alex at uh Alexander the Wraith on Instagram. Um, make sure to, you know, if it would really help us out, you just go down, hit that follow, subscribe, whatever button it is on wherever you're getting your podcast. Um, just go ahead and click the button so you get all this fresh, boggy content. And, and you're not going to want to miss that next loss in the uh, bog. Uh, no, that next, uh, that, that one's going to be big. I think that and Kong were the two that got the idea started and then it turned into a whole mm-hmm. spring series. So, Once again, thanks for listening, everybody. Stay safe. Enjoy the weather wherever you are because we live on a planet where the weather can be. Okay, done rambling. (laughs) Have a good night, everybody. Good night.